Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Risk It for the Biscuit podcast. I'm Adam Bush. This is my pal. Hey, I'm Chris Munch. Chris, <laughs> Chris Munch. And behind the scenes is our pal, Gary Hornstein, Risk It for the Biscuit. is sponsored in part by Northern Creative Video Production Work, headed up by our pal, Gary Hornstein. You can check it out. Who's at, the other sponsor? Uh, oh, we've got, we're in the works with several different sponsors. Many. <laughs> you're just keeping your options. Uh, many. I think Heinz. Sponsored yeah. in part. Uh, was talking to us. I think we're... Uh, uh, Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh was a big uh, one. We, uh, what's the mattress one that everybody... It's on every podcast. Mattress Firm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mattress. Is that... A purple Mattress. Purple Mat... Yeah. They were dueling. They, they were like... Okay. Really it was a bidding war. Did, bidding Did war. they send us mattresses? They wanted to, and we said no. I got a sample. <laughs> just, just, a just a little tiny piece of a mattress. <laughs> They're like, just try that out and see how that works. And, and you thought? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. That part of the your technology. body slept so well. Yes. Yeah. Hey, yes. could either of you maybe get a sponsor from a mattress? You know, just do a little mattress review? Because I, I need a new mattress. You definitely, you definitely could. I Steven could try. Stevens. I can yeah. try. No, because oh, our Betty. our friend Andy Barron, who's a a, a, the photographer. a photographer, yeah, who photogra- who who photographs uh, oh, Chris, Chris Ableton, Ableton, yeah, he's John amazing. Mayer, yeah. Um, who else? Those are two very big ones. Yeah, so we'll just go with those. Yeah, no kidding. But he he told me one time like he did like Casper or something like it, and he just had to take pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. Why aren't yeah. you doing? This? I don't know. I should try. I I I don't. Steven Stevens eats some Hello Fresh. I've always thought people probably wouldn't want Steven to be associated with their corporations and companies. Uh, How have you not called Tinder? <laughs> Exposure, Chris. Exposure. <laughs> I really, I was talking to my friend, my Australian friend, hi, Josh. And he told me, it's just like, yeah, I bet like social media sites would be interested in. So I don't know. Uh, I guess I need an agent. Also, I guess I need a manager. Love, to make it these when calls. You, love it when you say your friend and then mention their handle. His name is Josh, but he's known as Hi Josh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just talking to my friend Chris Munch Comedy, and uh, oh man, we are close. <laughs> We're so close. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Risk It for the Biscuit. It's a podcast about two guys, me and Chris here, who um, had jobs for 15, 20 years, left them in uh, midlife to pursue comedy. I'm a stand-up comedian and a writer. Chris here is an actor and a stand-up comic. And Gary there is our pal. Yeah. Who has also left his job to start his own thing. Um, So all the video and graphics that you see for this podcast, if you want those done yourself for your company or just personally, maybe you're needing some personal graphics. They were done in part by Northern Creative. (laughs) (laughs) Done in part by Northern Creative. Hey, today we got a fun episode. We are uh, we are talking comedy lingo. Ooh. Yeah. So specifically. All the comedy buzzwords. All the comedy buzzwords. Everybody is dying to know what they mean. So there are words that um, just uh, kind of come into play in stand-up. And the other day I mentioned one of them and to my wife and our friend Abby. And they were like, oh, we don't know what you're no saying. I know what you mean. And so I thought, oh, this would be fun to talk about all of the language, little behind the scenes language. Ooh, pull the curtain back. So if you become a stand-up comic or you just want to kind of know what's going on, then um, you'll you'll be a little in the know. So it's fun. So here we go. Mm-hmm. 
So this weekend, so a little bit where we were this weekend working, uh, I was in Jackson, Missouri uh, at uh, Connection Point Church, mm. Pastor Chris Vaught, and then Jonathan Cunningham is youth pastor there. They had me out for a volunteer banquet, and it was great. Um, awesome. It was um, several hundred volunteers. They had dinner, they did prizes, then they came in the auditorium, and I did 45 minutes and had fun with the crowd, and it was great. It's awesome. This is my second time there. And then you were with our old stomping ground. That's right. Lincoln Christian School Gala. Yeah. Church on the Move. Church on the Move. Tulsa, where we worked. That's right. And Gary. Uh, We did a, uh, what was a gala at the old uh, Mayo Hotel downtown Tulsa. It was beautiful. Very nice. Fancy. Beautiful. Yeah, Gary was there. Beautiful space. Gary was there. Pulled my my suit Uh, out. I did, uh, do what? Pulled my suit out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you wear a suit? I did. That's awesome. Gary and Ginger looked fantastic. Oh, Ginger looked amazing. I was wearing Pastor Bobby's outfit, Which so I was khaki <laughs> pants. Very and, baggy. Okay. Dressed down Very a little bit. Very big, pleated, baggy yeah. khaki pants. Yeah. Some generic white tennis shoes from Walmart and uh, a blue button-up and a black you know, sweater vest. So I was feeling real, real black. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> it's okay to look good in church. Amen. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was fun. Got to do, uh, some pastor Bobby, pastor Bobby brought a word. Yeah. Uh, he, I, I, I expounded upon the, um, the Chipotle, Chipotle video. One that of your some very of you may, Yeah, that's right. Some of you may have seen. And, and so that, I think I might do a part two, mm-hmm. like what I said at the banquet, I thought was pretty funny that I could maybe do a second video of that talking about. What's a joke? Well, like. So in the first video, it's all about, you know, Jesus is going to make that burrito overflow. Amen. Is more than enough. And, but I was going to say, you know, but some of you might be sitting there and just thinking, my burrito's not overflowing. My tortilla's dry. <laughs> <laughs> just maybe a few little bits of rice, maybe a little carne asada. But it's not overflowing. Can I tell you the reason it's not overflowing is because you're not at the end of the assembly line yet. Come on. The, the sour cream's coming. The, the, the lettuce is coming. The cheese is coming. Come on. We just got to walk the walk. And Jesus going to supply the quark. <laughs> Amen. And when he does supply the quark, it's never an extra charge. Amen. <laughs> so yeah that was uh, maybe that could good. be a part two that's so good. oh my goodness that's so funny <laughs> all right you guys ready i've got the list of oh uh, yeah lingo yeah so gary's gonna gary's gonna do some uh so that's where we were gary's gonna do some rapid fire uh, uh it's like a pop quiz pop, pop yeah. quiz pop Ooh. quiz lingo see how Test. professional how seasoned That's right. exactly. you two are. I wish it was like a point system. Oh, yeah. We could play a game where we could. <laughs> yeah, said, we need some buzzers. the buzzer first. This is like Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to start you off with the softball. Uh, oh. First first word, A material. A oh. in quotes material. Yeah, A material. That's pretty self-explanatory, right? I think right? we all Just get your, that one. Your best material. Yep. Yep. That's right. That's right. What about, uh, tell us what ad lib means. What would your B material, like how far does it go? Is it B material, C material? Oh man, ABC? if you got the C material, that'd be pretty crappy. You're just like, I mean, you could, I guess, but B material would just be like, 
Do you, people rank it like that? Definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think that there's a, like, just personally, I would just be like, I don't this know. This is kind of my say. B stuff. I don't yeah. want to get into that if I don't have to. Right. And I'd probably want to, like, if I, like, this weekend I'm doing 45 minutes. So in Washington, D.C. So I, I'll, I would put some B stuff like in the middle. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So I could keep going. But yeah. Um, Wouldn't you also have some C stuff? I uh, mean, if it's like peaks and valleys, you're not just, going up in the clouds and never dipping down right everything's not well i think we're amazing. i think you're trying to make it all a material i mean that's what you're doing it's your special so yeah I see so a special would be like just oh i mean obviously the cream of the crop but would that would all be considered a material that you would put yeah in. i think that you would have some things that i mean obviously your closer is a closer for a reason right yeah, yeah so you're not gonna put that in the middle i think we're gonna define what a closer is too coming uh, up so. yeah or we don't know you got ahead of yourself yeah, I, that's a word i don't even i used it and i don't understand it. <laughs> yeah yeah the whole audience has no idea what you're talking about I, i'd be interested to know if a comic would be like yeah and you've got c material and you should um stop being a comedian yeah i, I don't know i don't know <laughs> yeah okay sorry All maybe right, that- maybe that stuff would come out more right after you kind of wrapped a special or or mm. or the c material is with the hopes of it becoming b and a material yeah i think that some comics are just like i'm i want to replace it and then some are like i'm trying to make it better yeah 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 so yeah i mean i would i would i could go through your show and go label it a b or c you could yeah. and have so <laughs> and i throw some d's in there as well oh wow <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. I, I just had to watch my whole special, my first special again, and I was just like, oh, yeah, that's a that's a mm. D part. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I cut I cut a whole two minutes out of my dry bar special. It was about a it was about an F mm. Z. Yeah. So. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well done, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> All right. Ad lib. Ooh, yeah. Ad lib. That's where it's not pre yeah pre-planned you're in the moment a little funny thing hits your brain yeah and then you say it yeah are you you good at the ad lib um i try to um i try to be uh but i usually i pretty much stick to the script yeah do you do you are you better at ad lib and character yeah you are Uh, yeah absolutely okay yeah I I feel like where I ad lib is when I'm interacting with somebody. Somebody, yeah, because but because you did like for the gala this weekend, you did, uh, you did Pastor Bobby, but then you came out as yourself. Oh right, yeah, just and just helped with the helped with the 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 an auction. It was an auction. Yeah, yeah. So there, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of ad libbing in in that kind of setting where there's not a lot planned. We're just kind of yeah. So I guess I always I feel like you're always good at that. So you're good at like with someone. Yeah, if I have someone to interact with, yeah, as a character, like I did a Stephen Stevens birthday, or I did a birthday party as Stephen Stevens, and there was a lot of ad libbing because I was like talking with the guy and then interacting with whatever he would tell me, and yeah, you know. but a lot of that stuff too, you got some stuff in the in the memory banks. Oh yeah, that you're kind of like when he says this thing, it's like, oh, I know I can say this part oh, or yeah. say that stuff. So yeah, if you're watching a comedian and they're doing crowd work then and and it feels like they're ad-libbing and then they just have a joke that kills 99 percent of the time that's a yeah they've that's, got a, that's they've one got they've a had joke in, the, in the old holster that they're trying i have I, yeah like they're they're trying to ask questions to get the person oh, yeah. to say something about this yeah. so that they can get into the material about that definitely thing so yeah all right mm-hmm. 
How'd we do, Gare? That's great, guys. Okay. Is that okay? <laughs> Real great. I did just, I've stumbled upon this. There's something called BCAs. Do you know what that is? B- what did you say? BCAs. BCAs. I don't know what that is. No, I don't know what that is either. Well, it's a callback to my first quip. Oh, quip this is the A material. A material. You got your B. You start with B, then you hit C in the middle, and then your A stuff is at the end. Is that what it is? Bingo. Okay. What? All right. Yeah. BCAs. Well, I've heard that you want to start your show with like your second best joke, and you want to end the show with your best joke. I can't tell if you're joking. No, I'm being serious. No, that sounds... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And then the middle, you put in whatever else you have, but... Yeah. You definitely want to try out new stuff in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And guess what I just did? Callback. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell us what a callback is. Oh, be the performer now. Ooh, yeah. Come on, Gary. Yeah. Callback is obviously when you reference uh, something that you did, you said earlier in the in the set. Yeah. Which regularly isn't even a funny thing, yeah. but you know, if you do a callback to it, then you, we're kind of all in. It's like it's basically you're making an inside joke. Yeah. In the in the in the show, uh, love a good callback. Yeah. Big fan of a callback. Uh, I've heard Dusty Slay, the comedian, say like it's easy to do too many callbacks. Yeah, yeah. so you got to kind of be careful of that. I've heard Gary Goldman say that he doesn't like callbacks because they're easy. I was like, okay, yeah, he doesn't like callbacks, yeah. and um, they are they are easy. Yeah, yeah, because it's like it's easy to make inside jokes with your friends. Yeah, but I think they're fun. I like yeah, I, I look at it like, like art. You know, Bert Biggs does it. He does serving the audience. That's clever. It's fun. Oh, yeah. So yeah. All right, let's talk about beat. What's a beat? Oh, yeah, you were talking about that earlier. B-E-A-T. A beat is like, um, it's more like a timing thing. So, um, it's not like a real like hard and fast, like... It's not, an, like, a, it's not like music. A it's not quite that tight, like in terms of like, okay, and then on the four, you're going to say this. It's... But there are like, it's like, there's beats to like what you say. Like uh, a feel? So like, is it a like, feel? Like, like, like a way that would be used is like you pause for a beat. So it's like you might say something and then you pause for a second and then you say something after that. But it's like, oh, you pause for like a beat there. Give it a beat is the way I've, I've used that. So I don't know. And it does have some musicality to it. It really does. Yeah. A comedy does have a musicality there, to it. That, remember that guy we used to watch on YouTube who like would drum to dialogue mm. and like Sorkin dialogue or, mm. or just something else. I don't else. think I ever saw that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's really, and just like you just find that like there was a real musicality. Like if you ever watch The West Wing, there's definitely like a rhythm and a pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really fun to watch that guy just yeah. drum to it. Well, I, I have felt it many times where I'll say a joke or like I'm working on a joke and I'm just like, oh, there's too many syllables in here. Mm-hmm. It's not that necessarily any of the words are bad or it doesn't make sense. It's that it takes too many syllables to get to the punchline. The, the punchline feels like it's falling out of beat. Yeah. And so it's just you got to figure out how to like, it feels like the punchline should be right here, not two beats later. Yeah. So. You, do you agree with his assessment? Of beat? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Approve. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. All right, Adam, this one's for you. Tell us what downstage center Oh, my is. goodness. Oh, that's funny. We don't really... Very technical. Yeah, we don't really yeah. talk about that. We don't really talk about that. Well, ups, so downstage... So if you're on the stage facing the audience, then 
Oh my gosh, I'm getting it backwards. You, you I do. know this. You yeah. know this. Yeah. So downstage is the front of the stage. So if you're so on it's counterintuitive, the... but the way the reason is is because like the old theaters, the stages were slanted. So actually going upstage, you're going to the back of the for, stage. If they're listening to this, what do you mean? It's like like it'd be higher in the back of the stage? It'd be higher in the back of the stage. Like for the audience? Yeah, so I the audience can see better. Yeah, so downstage would be closer to the audience. Yeah. Upstage would be further from the, further audience. From the audience. And yeah. then center is obviously in the center. And then left stage left, stage right is from the actor's perspective, not the audience's oh, yeah. perspective. Yeah. Hmm. Look at we that. Don't, we don't really use that in stand-up. We don't, yeah. The stages are about two feet wide. There's no downstage or center. It's just, you just call it's it just, the middle. It's just, it's just, it's just it's where just, the spotlight is. Yeah. I mean, in a, the, in a theater, <laughs> yeah. it would be different, but. Well, I was fascinated by the history lesson we just No, I was too. That. Yeah. I thank you. Hey. I'm, hey, I'm happy to serve. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and someone's getting on here probably who's is a theater major and be like, that's wrong. Uh, actually, um, actually, the reason <laughs> that it's like that is because of the old Norwegian times where <laughs> that's how it was. Uh, it was taught to me that way. So yeah. maybe I'm, maybe I'm uh, furthering bad information, but hopefully not. Yeah. Um, that's the way they do it in church, Chris. They don't <laughs> do it like that in the real world. That person's real annoying. I really I hate that person. Okay. Wow. Hate, hate, hate <laughs> in your heart this morning. Okay, okay, let's see. Gary's going through the list. Mm, this is exciting. It's very- <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm trying to find something that seems uh, kick comedy butt. Kick comedy butt? No one is. Oh, oh. No one's I using, kicked comedy butt. No one's using, for what? <laughs> no one, anyone who's using that. That would be what would, that's the definition of slaying or killing. Yeah, no one yeah the reason people say oh i killed i've never make it just short little i'm gonna title this episode how to kick comedy butt <laughs> yeah i totally kicked comedy right, how butt about this night. do you guys know the the term laser beam uh laser beam yeah does it have to do with focus no yeah i don't I laser don't, beam i don't what? okay it's a it's a joke that sets off a controversy oh, oh. never heard that no i've never do you know heard another term for that beam. like a a topic or premise that would be a little controversial. Oh, interesting. Controversial? Uh, maybe Wait, I, are, did, was that a question? That you yeah, asked? I mean, that's what it, a laser beam is defined. Yeah, here. I mean, like, I, <laughs> I need no one laser using that phrase. I need a laser beam in my set. I know. I mean, Bill Burr is definitely going to have a lot in there. You know, uh, he's got a, he's got a lot to say about, he's got a lot of... Um, uh, maybe controversial, controversial takes. takes. Uh, Louis C.K. has got that whole bit about... Um, uh, like allergies, like oh, I don't like I don't think I've heard that. Oh yeah, it's a really funny bit, but just about like yeah. So I could see how that would be. Uh, what is it called? Laser laser beam. Laser beam. Laser, Ooh, yeah. he's shooting laser beams tonight. I when I suggested <laughs> when I yeah <laughs> when I suggested this episode, <laughs> I wanted it to be helpful to people. <laughs> well, hey, yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about behind Gary, stage. We're helping Gary. Dude, that guy's shooting laser beams out there. He's just. <laughs> I don't know if that's fire. being said. Oh man, that guy's shooting laser beams. I'll tell you what he's doing: Ooh. kicking comedy butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's a callback. <laughs> hey, all right. Easy. How about this? This this one yeah, I, I've heard you talk deep. about the light. What is the light? Oh yeah. Yeah, so oh. yeah, light. Uh, one of the first things you learn when you're one of the very first things you learn when you're like probably learned it the first time that I went to an open mic. You get, let's say, you have five minutes, 
you're going to look in the back of the room. Someone is going to shine a light at you at, say, four minutes to let you know you have one minute left. They're going to flash it one time. You have to uh, respond to it, either with like a thumbs up or just like a head nod, or you could even say, got it, something like that. Keep going. And then if you get to the maximum amount of time, like five minutes, and you're not off stage yet, they're going to start flashing that light. And depending on the venue, they're going to kick you off a of stage. So uh, you, so a couple of things about that. Number one, longer sets, they'll ask you what kind of light you want. Let's say you're doing, like this weekend, I'm doing 45. So mm. uh, they'll um, let's say, what would you like a light at? And I'll say, oh, why don't you give it to me at 35? Um, and then uh, one of the first times I ever got in trouble at a club, I got off stage before the light, before I even got the first light. Mm. I thought, I think I was supposed to do seven minutes. I did five. Mm. And the club manager came up to me and said, if you say you're going to do seven minutes, I expect you to do seven minutes. And I was just like, ah, yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. Whereas in the church world, I would have thought going a little shorter would have been better. Mm, Yeah. And honestly, this show was just dragging on. I was just like, we could all use a little less time. Yeah. So, but I learned it. So now I know. And and by the way, it's usually just a, it's usually just a phone. Speaking of lights, why this camera is flashing at me? Yeah, is there's, that, there's like five. It just turned to five minutes left on the battery. Oh All my right. goodness! We, they just this camera gave me a five minute light. Oh look yep, at that! So you guys, that's the light. Yeah. Okay, there we go. We'll do one more before we change the battery. Okay. LPMs. What is it? LPM. Oh, laughs per minute. Laughs per minute, man. You yeah. Keep yeah. track of that. How do you? Oh, yeah, dude. You. I mean, do you know what the standard is? What is you... it a laugh every ten seconds? Laugh every ten seconds. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So, and you want to? And there's a lot of different perspectives on this, but um, you you, you want to have a, a an initial laugh within the first 10, 15 seconds, and then you want to have an average of every ten seconds. So. You know, does every comic abide by that? Nope. Right. I don't think Chappelle does. He's, yeah. He's going on for a long time, but you got to do what Nate Bergazzi says, and that is the longer uh, the longer amount of time mm. there is between laughs, the bigger that laugh mm-hmm, better be mm-hmm. at the end. So, yeah. And by the way, getting a laugh in the first 10 seconds is very hard. It is very... That's honestly like one of the biggest challenges for me is I... The opening to the set is always like oh, the it's part so hard. I'm yeah. most concerned about. Yep. I have um, two jokes that get a laugh within the first 10 seconds and they're one of the jokes I can't really, it's not a dirty joke. I just can't really do it in a church. Mm. And the second one does not work as an opener. So it's still working. Yeah. I'm still, still figuring that out. Neighbor Gatsi does not follow by that rule, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just gets out there. If you watch his last special, which is now the highest viewed um, comedy special on Amazon prime, hello world which is great he just wants to get out there and just say some words yeah it's like all right we're doing it and yeah i really admire that yeah, that's cool yeah all right let's take a quick commercial break okay to hear from our sponsors <laughs> this episode of risk it for the biscuit brought to you by purple mattress purple mattress when you need sleep oh this will be fun if also if you can give us the historical um, origin Ooh. of Ooh. hack. Oh, Ooh. my word. Do we, we get bonus points if we know the bonus history? Points. Yeah. Well, a hack comic is a comic who is doing um, jokes that really anybody could come up with. Okay. Like a hack joke would be 
if you wrote you, you roll into town i saw somebody do this at our club uh in tulsa the streets have two names um it, like aspen is also 145th a hack joke would be like uh is it 145th or aspen i can't tell like and everybody's gonna be like that's true they do have two names mm. and it's kind of funny in the moment but but it's not but like everyone we've ever met has made that joke mm. or commented on that so you're saying it's like a very obvious observation that's really good that's a yeah way to say it. yeah that would that is very common yeah yeah girls be shopping <laughs> am i right what does the definition say it's a british word for hackneyed mm. that's the definition that's what it says let me look up what hackneyed means <laughs> hackneyed cliche okay yeah so yeah it's a cliche yeah cliche. overused yeah yeah uh, in addition to that and this is where you get into really dangerous territory you're going to get a lot of comics especially in the local scene who are just doing memes mm. you know or or jokes that they've seen online or um i heard a i heard a this is even further and this is just straight up stealing but i heard a comic recently say i was born a poor he's a white dude he goes i was born a poor black child oh wow yeah. which is just that's a, a steve a, martin bit this is the opening line from the yeah. jerk yeah and like okay well that, I, don't, I don't even know if i would say that's a hack that's just a guy who steals jokes yeah right that's a that's a yeah that's not even a hack. yeah that's maybe a, maybe not original would be a, a really good definition yeah a comic who isn't original and i feel like that no one wants to be a hack no or some people i guess probably embrace it if it's like if they're making money or whatever i don't know but yeah hack is kind of like a uh what's the word it's like a an insult if you call someone a oh hack. totally yeah that guy's like, a hack. Oh, that's a hack yeah okay what about um uh let's see a punch up and punch down okay so punch down and the reason i would i thought a lot about punching down is just because i've been accused with my Steven Stevens character as, oh. as punching down. Oh, really? Okay. Um, and you know, I think there's maybe Validity. some argument to that. Yeah. I, I, I don't look at it that way, but punching down would be basically making fun of someone who kind of can't defend themselves basically. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like kind of a jerk thing to do. Um, I look at Steven as, as more, um, like a character that is um he has redeeming qualities about him he is you know a lot of people read into him as being super creepy or super sleazy and i don't that's not who he is in my mind um and if you if you carefully watch what i say mm -hmm. I, i'm not i'm not vulgar and um so in my mind steven is a guy who really is looking for a relationship a committed relationship and he's doing all the things that he thinks women want him to do yeah. to be attractive. Um, and so I don't, I don't look at him as like, and then the lisp, I guess is where maybe there's some gray area of just like, Oh, you're punching down on people who have lists and that's not really ever the intention. And I hope it doesn't come across that way. The lisp is really a way of softening Steven where he, he feels a little bit more vulnerable, feels a little bit more innocent or um harmless mm -hmm. um but do you think that people say you're punching down because of the lisp i think it is, i think that yeah. is probably what do you think there's yeah do you think there's any validity to that part of it 
I I think, um, and I honestly, I've, I if you watch like my earlier Stephen videos to my like more recent ones, I've toned down the lisp quite a oh, bit. Oh yeah, uh, which and I'm glad I have because um, I don't want it to be about the lisp. To me, the lisp is just yeah. another layer. He's not totally defined by the lisp. Yeah. it's just a, it's just another little layer in in his persona. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I struggled with that a lot at first was like, Oh, I don't want this to be taken. Like I'm saying people that have lisps are so unattractive and are worthless people. <laughs> um, but you know, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. If there's validity to it or not. All right, now I, define justification. <laughs> <laughs> Rationalization. <laughs> define what rational. <laughs> All right, Adam, punch up. Punch up means that you're you're um, making fun of people who are perhaps more fortunate than you mm-hmm. or are in more public spaces. So uh, Trump mm-hmm. that's punching up. You know, mm-hmm. he was a very famous politician or mm-hmm. is a very famous politician. Uh, the Kardashians making fun of them would mm-hmm. be punching up. Um, yeah. And this is okay to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, I, I, yeah. Sure. I, you, you, you I'm, I'm not here. It's to more say. socially accepted. It's more socially accepted. Okay. To punch up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You would say it's okay to make fun of Justin Timberlake. He's doing fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's punching up. But to add to that, you know, punching self. That's where that's the sweet spot is mm-hmm. where you're making fun of yourself. Right. And um that that's something that r- typically people can really uh great comics become really relatable because they're punching at themselves or you know within their own family that sort of thing. Totally. Yeah. So that's why I may I mean uh, like here's a really good example. All my new stuff is about cancer. And mm-hmm. if I did not have cancer when right. I was a child I would yeah. just be pun- that's just punching down. Yeah. But because it all happened to me, I'm punching at yeah. self and it gives yeah. me the right to yeah. to be able to make fun of that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Sure. This is our final word. Final word. Oh my goodness. Tag. Oh, that's a fun oh, one. Oh, a tag. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, you to say what it is, and I'm gonna tell you a little story about okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. So a tag would be you you have kind of a setup and then a, your punchline of your joke. Um, and then while people are laughing or after the joke, you kind of throw out some other lines that are kind of like like it's almost like a one-two punch like so it'd be like your main punch and then the tags are just tagging jokes on the back end of the joke yeah that makes sense so real currency within comedians is to give someone oh, a tag yeah hey, i thought a tag for that and the best example i have i'm not gonna tell the joke but is that Aww. i have a closer and uh gary and i were somewhere texas and he said hey you should say this after it yeah. And I was like, oh my God, why did I not think of that myself? Yep. And that has been like an even stronger closer. Yeah. And it's just like one sentence. It's just a way to kind of plus up your joke is to add tags oh, yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think about a setup takes so long. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have like a few sentences of a setup to get to a punch. And so then if you can get another punch, mm-hmm. like think about what we were saying before, we're like every 10 seconds on average mm-hmm. then like, oh, bam, I just, I mean, I got another laugh in two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of how you're able to keep that momentum going. Yeah. So it tags a joke that doesn't need a setup. Yeah, I guess that's true. It needed the, it needed the previous. It needs a setup. It you can't just, just say it by itself. Yeah. You couldn't just say a tag by itself. It's using the shared information that you've already established with the setup and the original punchline to add another punchline on top of it stacking the jokes yeah 
Yep. Stack them up. That's it. Yeah. Great. All right. That was fun. All right. Cast. Let me see if there's anything else I can think of that I've told the the girls at home. I don't know. I think that's about I think. Step on a laugh. What is it? What's the definition? I would assume Talking like. Talking during. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or taking an action that diminishes or kills the current laughter. Oh, I don't. Yeah, stepping on a lot. I I could see that being a negative. Although, I think we've talked about this on the pod that mm-hmm. Steve Martin talks about. Just like mm-hmm. he talks about it in a real positive way. So like when they're not, it's real easy as a comic to make a joke and then it, when you hit hit when you get a laugh to let it die and go into the next joke. But he talks about um, getting into the next tag or joke in the middle of that laugh mm-hmm. and making the audience catch up when you do that well you do create this rhythm that just kind of keeps people like i can't breathe mm-hmm. which is you know it's really fun which is very fun yeah oh here's a couple technical things i don't know if you would use these but uh, a hammock um, a hammock or a sandwich i, I, I don't know those um okay then what Sounds about delicious a, on a roll oh i mean yeah, I would. Is that a is that a on a roll like a thing you try to put in your act? Yeah, I think that's kind of basically what I was just talking about. Where mm-hmm. You were, were just like, you just don't let up. A lot of closers are gonna. You're, you're trying to if you can get people if you can get frenzy. the end. Yeah, like, get people laughing like that. Hold on, what was a sandwich in a hammock? Um, hold on, I have to scroll up to the H's. It says C sandwich says C hammock. Oh. <laughs> Is that just like a joke? It was it was it was having a two jokes um inside of something. On either side of a joke. I don't that so that you sit in. You put a joke <laughs> on one side and a joke on the other. Yeah, it's you a just technique hang for placing it. weaker material or, or improv imp- oh. improvisation between two strong jokes or routines. So oh. yeah. strong joke, weak joke, strong joke. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, yeah. 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 Oh, hammock. Yeah. I got it. You know what? I know what a hammock is. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this so it sounds like I knew. Yeah. Nobody uses that term. <laughs> um there was one other thing in here that that uh let's see do you guys ever hear neuralistic programming yeah oh yeah we talk about that all the time in comedy no you don't no neuralistic programming Uh, look at uh, according to my calculations (laughs) um the neuralistic programming of that joke is a b what Uh, about um pa oh a pa yeah a personal assistant personal appearance personal appearance yeah yeah. Um I, yeah. I saw what did I tell you? I saw Joe Montana one time, his personal appearance. PA. He was signing autographs. Yeah. yeah. Oh PA. Oh, yeah. Would you say he's uh, a prop PA. comic? Is that a yeah. you guys no, talk about? That? Top. That's what prop. he's that's what he's known for. Yeah. If you know, if you have props in your in your in your bit, mm-hmm. you're set. Yeah. I mean, say say what you want about Caratop. He's very successful. Yeah. And I have no uh I have nothing negative to say about yeah. Carrot Top. Yeah. What about Nickelback? I don't. Listen, <laughs> I don't listen to Nickelback. They're very successful. When I was a kid, or when I was younger, like oh Carrot Top, make fun of him or whatever. Now that right, I'm a comic, yeah. I'm just like, oh, he's a really hard worker, yeah. and you, whether he's your style or not, yeah, he's he's doing great. They don't just hand out, uh, you know, residencies. Las Vegas residencies. No, no, and also <laughs> some of those props he's built are for like a five second joke. Yeah. And that's a lot of doing. Yeah. Okay. Rip. 
ripping. It's ripping it. Is that just like killing it? Nope. It is a, a attack or insult or verbally tear into an audience member Ooh. or comic who is heckled or otherwise deserves the abuse. Uh, oh, my goodness. I'm not that kind of comic. I don't do it. Yeah. Oh, a couple of other uh, uh, terms I thought of um, were, like we kind of said them, murdering obviously means you're just, I mean, you get yeah. on stage to applause and it's just like. Yeah. I mean, that's not just a co- comedian. That's just everyday life. You murdered that presentation. That's yeah. That's a good I feel point. like it has seeped yeah. into yeah, yeah regular vernacular. Murdered, killed. Dude, you're absolutely slaying right now. No, right? Yeah. Like seriously, you're crushing it. <laughs> like you don't even know, right? <laughs> Slay. Yeah, those are. I mean, <laughs> uh, what about rule of three? Do you guys know that? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You Technique. you know kind of more about that than I do. I mean, yeah. Just I I forget exactly the science behind it, but for whatever reason, like our brains are wired to see things in like a sequence of three. And so like when you're giving, I do this all the time and it, people probably now like break that rhythm. I probably sound old school or whatever, but like you give like two examples and then the third one is, is like where the joke hits. Mm -hmm. You kind of build up to the most ridiculous answer or something like that. So, or people sometimes call it a B three. So it's like a and B are similar. And then three is like a unique uh, surprising word. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, look at watch it. If you watch a comedy special, you'll see comics do it. And what about the showcase clubs? Showcase clubs. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's maybe a club or a show where instead of them doing a show with like two or three comics, they're showcasing a bunch of comics with smaller sets. Is that? Yeah, that's that's that roughly. I was wondering if there's like specific clubs that you would go that's a showcase club where no i don't I, i've not heard that yeah um, it, would, it would just be like more they're putting on an event that's a showcase yeah right yeah uh, yeah exactly like which is what we're doing yeah on, to, in fact um it, it'll be after this podcast but oh yeah no in in you're not doing it because you're out of town but uh <laughs> in may uh we're doing a showcase a clean comedy showcase at the looney bin in tulsa oklahoma uh and uh that's it, it's like seven comics shorter sets yeah okay here's one um you like this, how we stopped and then we're back yeah yeah we, I thought we, yeah, were, we just we got other more things we can plug, now. plug this back in this yeah. is just b-roll this is our b okay. or c material oh okay all right <laughs> we can get bumped up into a we got a lot of callbacks in this episode yeah uh this this phrase was coined by jerry seinfeld okay smooth on and smooth off oh i've never heard that before. i've not heard that <laughs> A lot of these terms we haven't heard. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's the best way to get on stage and the best way to get off stage. Like, I mean, phys- physically or in the set? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you want to think about getting on the stage smoothly and exiting smoothly. Yeah, you don't want to trip, stumble. Like that goes without saying, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe there there must be more to it than that. Um, what about any? Is there anything to stage time? Uh, stretch. Oh yeah. Do you want to hit any of those? Yeah. So stage time obviously is the amount of time that you're going to get on stage and it's very valuable. You know, if I say to you, Hey, oh, yeah. I've got a, I got an event. I want to, I want to have you on for 30. That's really positive. Cause you hey. would probably like to have more stage time. Yeah. So, um, and then stretch is exactly what you think it is. It's, Hey, we need you. Like, like one time I was longer. emceeing and, the headliner got off before the checks got dropped 
in the in the club and so mm. the manager was like i need you to stretch because typically i would just go up and say thanks for coming mm. so yeah stretch in that's typically when you do crowd work which is one we didn't reference crowd mm. work is basically when you just talk to the crowd and make jokes out of it uh, a lot of comics do crowd work especially when they are building their hour mm. so they go on tour and uh, sam morell is uh well known for his crowd work um but you know they you know a comic might have 30 minutes while they're trying to get an hour and so but they got to go on tour so they're going to do about 30 minutes of crowd work mm. and uh if you see a comic doing a lot of crowd work it's either that or they don't have much of a set all right mc mc that's the first person the host who is going to be the first person on stage at a show and going to be introducing each comic and then feature that's t- this is typical what's mc stand for Master of Ceremonies, I think. That's correct. Is that oh, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah. Host or an MC. I think we call him a host typically at the club, but maybe an MC. Yeah, it's the same thing. Host yeah. or MC. That's your entry too. If you're like trying to get in the club world, like your host is or your your entry is going to be an open mic and then you get asked to MC. That'd be a first paying gig and then a feature, which would be like 25 or 30 minutes and then headliner. So that's kind of the order of it. And then every once in a while, there's a guest spot, which would be like 10 minutes in the middle of it. Yeah. Adam, how come you've never been uh asked to headline locally? I you know, I just got asked to feature, so that hey. that's a that's a big step. I've never been asked to headline. Is headline and feature different? Yeah. I just said just, I literally just said the difference. Mm, I let somebody tuned out. Mm. Yeah. I've never been asked to headline cuz I at a club because I don't know that I could sell the tickets. I yeah, I don't know. I think you need to believe in yourself, Adam. Well, it's a it's a it's a, a place to aspire to. Yeah. No, yeah. That, you know, Chris would get asked to headline. I mean, I get, I'm headlining this weekend at a, a, a thing out of state. Birthday party. No, it's a show. <laughs> a teenager birthday party. Uh, it, yeah. And it's not that I haven't headlined, but it's kind of a different, it's kind of a rite of passage mm. to get asked to headline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll be, You'll get there. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's not, not true. Yeah, I'll headline clubs within the next couple of years. Well, you were saying that I would be more you would apt be, to headline, but that's just based on your the number you have on the, TikTok. the number I have on TikTok. Yeah, uh, exactly. Nothing to do I mean, with it's all about t- ability. It's Where all I feel about like ticket you, sales. You would be much better in a club setting than I would be uh, right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah, I mean, we're doing a show out of state uh, next month mm-hmm. and, or in May, mm-hmm. and we're going to do half and half. Yeah, because you are headlining it, but I have more minutes than you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. I say, well, I say we wrap it up. I say we wrap it up. <laughs> shut that, it down. Yeah, shut it down. Part, that might be like, two-parter. Do you guys see the light I've got? Oh, that's really oh. good. Look, another red, callback. Red light. Another red light. Okay, I got it. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. <clears throat> there it is. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little, if you ever do an you. open mic, little actual help for you. If you ever do an open mic, um, say where's the light and what what minute are you going to give me um, hey thanks for checking out the podcast we love you uh, if you want to follow me online at hey Adam Bush all the social medias or our pal Chris Munch Comedy yeah Chris Munch Comedy of course this podcast is brought to you in part by Northern Creative Northern you can Creative. go to northern.work Woo! to Thank check you, out Northern check out his work yeah hire him so that he'll keep doing the podcast with us <laughs> Um, and hey, if you would like to see me live and you're in Tulsa, August 26th, Bricktown Comedy Club, yes. I'm opening up for the hilarious 
Dustin Nickerson, who will be on the podcast very soon uh, talking about the show. And uh, we we love Dustin. He's a clean comic. He Amazing. also used to work at a church. Hey, look at that. Which is just like us. That's great. And, uh, but he's killing it, open up, opening up for Taylor Tomlinson, headlining. At, uh, he just had a special come out at clubs. Yeah, um, runs in Online. the family yeah. on YouTube. YouTube. Yep. Yeah, check that out. But um, yeah, go to BricktownComedy.com and uh, go to the Tulsa tab. You can you can buy tickets there. They are on sale right now. And come see me. Let's fill it up. It's going to be Let's great. Yeah. All right. Any parting words? I think that's it. I think you did a wonderful job. Oh, thank you. Love you. Blessings. See you. Thank you.